Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I'm Lottie Diel, a sustainability expert and the host of the How to Save Our Planet podcast. On today's episode, we're talking all about food waste. So Australians throw away over $2,000 worth of food every year. That's one in every five shopping bags you're pretty much just popping into your landfill bin. Peter Peony is on a mission to change this. She's the creator of the Swag Bag, a revolutionary product which keeps your fruit and vegetables fresher for longer. Peter, thank you so much for coming on the show today. I am a massive fan of the swag and have been using my swag bags for years. But for our listeners who haven't heard about them, can you please explain what the problem was that you were trying to solve and how you're solving it? Sure, happy to. Thank you for having me, Lottie. Um, so the problem that I was trying to solve, well, essentially I was a, I had a young family, I was working full time and um, if I had a night off cooking, I would often come home to a fridge full of rotting fruit and vegetables. And I just knew that I was not only throwing away very precious planet resources, but I was throwing away my hard-earned cash with it. And also the plastic bag that I was keeping it in was also going in the bin. And it was just, just so many levels of wrong. Um, and so I knew that I wasn't alone. I knew there was a lot of people wasting food and, and I knew and I know that most people want to do the right thing and don't want to waste their money and want to eat what they have if they're given the right tools. So I set out on a bit of an adventure to extend the life of produce so that it gave us a lot more time to eat it while it's at its optimum nutritional value. And that's when I invented the swag. Do you want me to talk about what the swag is, or please do, you want do to talk because about it? no, no, you please talk about it because it's not what you think. It is kind of like a sleeping bag for your vegetables, but there's a yep. lot more behind that. There is. It's um, it's award winning and um, it's patented technology and it's scientifically proven to keep your fruit and vegetables fresh in the crisper of the fridge for two to four weeks. Um, and and basically, it we created this beautiful little environment through these natural fibres where there's multiple layers and there's a really thick absorbent central layer. And when you dampen the, damp, the, ba the bag down, you um, the central layer holds the bulk of that water and your fr fresh produce is living and breathing. So it's wanting to draw on air and water while it's in the crisper so that it can stay fresher for longer. And, and because all the layers are permeable and the whole bag is fully compostable at the end of its long life, but it's built to last years. Um, so you basically just put all your fruit and veg into the one bag um, or several bags as I have in my fridge. I, my fridge crisp is full and then I've got some in the wash and some in the drawer kind of like your tea towels that you're rotating. Um, and you just have got, a, you know, an amazing two or three weeks to use all of your produce, uh, which, and also there's coloured trim so that you can, that you can um, coordinate what's your older produce versus your newer produce. So it really helps you save a lot of money and reduce your household food waste. That's so interesting that you use the coloured trims for kind of like 
how old everything is where I use them to color coordinate the vegetables. So I put all ah. of the, the orange one is like where I have my carrots, for example. And then the green yeah. one is where I put in all of my kale Leafy and things greens. like that. Yeah. yeah. So it's just interesting the different way people are using them. Yeah, and some people didn't even know that the colour trims were there for that particular reason, but and when they find out, they love it. So everyone makes the coloured trims their own, and some people have them for days of the week and they do meal prep, yeah. And then some people um, actually do what you're doing, and and I just throw everything in anywhere. I don't, I don't, I don't care because when I when I when I cook, I get all my swags out, pop them on the bench, open them all up so I can see what's in them, work out what I'm going to use, but I. I have one bag which is a small red swag which has all my older produce um, that and that is the bag that I know that I have to use first so um, you know you do a big shop and you might bring home a whole lot of fruit and veg and there's just a few things left over that all goes into that red swag so I know that my, that must be used first in any meal and that really helps me monitor what um you know, make, make sure what's old and what's new and, and make sure that I'm using everything to the best of my ability. No, it's great. It's like your use me up first bag. <laughs> yes, that's exactly right. That's it. Yeah. So and I then, think, sorry, I should sorry. say, I think the statistics around food waste are pretty scary and they're not really something that we think about because as you mentioned, kind of you go to the shops, you come home, you look in the crisper and you go, oh, I forgot that I had that carrot and I've already bought just another kind of six or seven carrots or I don't know the something slips to the back of the crisper and then you forget about it and then you look at it and you go oh my gosh what even did that used to be because I could don't even know what it looks like right now but food waste is a massive issue in Australia and as you mentioned before it doesn't just hurt the planet but it also hurts our wallets as well with the average Australian household throwing out about a thousand dollars worth of food every year but what is the environmental impact of all of this food that we don't eat oh well it's a huge environment environmental impact sorry um it, it it's actually the the numbers have changed in australia it's up to two thousand dollars for an average australian family and about and the majority of that is fruit and vegetables to be honest um, so it, that's a huge amount that you can put back in your pocket um, each year. But also um, there's obviously the plastic bag, but if you're storing it in plastic, which is why it's actually dying quicker, is it's sweating and it um, can't breathe and it's not hydrating. And if I put you in a plastic bag and sealed you up and popped you into the crisper, you wouldn't last long either. So it's um, So then you're throwing away the produce trapped in the plastic bag, which creates this huge methane gas over the thousand years it takes for that plastic bag to break down when that all, all that plastic breaks down scientists are expecting a huge methane explosion kind of thing happening or leakage um, into the environment and food waste is actually considered the third um the third um, the third um reason for climate change the third biggest reason for climate change um, and then we don't even have to talk about plastic because everyone knows what plastic's doing for our environment and our wildlife as well as our health. Um, massive hormone disruptor and, um, and very, very toxic. And, and so, you know, the, the, the more you can remove plastic from around your food, or, or the better that you're going to be in, in terms of your health. 
it is one of those things as well that kind of we looked at it for convenience and then it was for cleanliness and then it was for I don't even know what it's used for now but it is one of those things that it's about breaking that habit and one of the things that I like to say to people is if you're at the supermarket and you've forgotten your reusable produce bags then let everything roll around loose and you're going to probably wash it well you will wash it when you get home or I always sneak over to the mushroom section and I fill up my little brown paper bag from the mushrooms with my Brussels sprouts or my string beans or something like that. It's again, yeah. making those small little steps and changing those behaviors and changing those habits. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And you're right. Plastic, it has its place. You know, there's great things happening with building where you want something to last a thousand years you know that you know building is one thing that plastic and using recycled plastic um, for decking and things like that where you'd never have to replace it is a brilliant solution so um, it's just having it up against food and as a single use plastic it's really it's really devastating the impact it's having on the planet and everyone knows about um, you know all the 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 beautiful little islands that have got copious amounts of plastic washing up and fish that are caught in bags and turtles. It's just a travesty. So we really do need to, to play our part to keep it out of our waterways and out of landfill. No, definitely. Now, I kind of want to talk a little bit more about the swag as a business itself, because as a business owner, I am just obsessed with hearing kind of the behind the scenes and what's going on. So excitingly, you appeared on Shark Tank back in 2018. I know it was a little while ago now, but I still remember it like it was just yesterday because I think you'd just come on as a one of Banish's suppliers and it was so exciting to see you on the big screen. What was that whole experience like and what did it do for the swag? Well, it was terrifying and I actually almost pulled out um, I think it was around about the third. There's a huge rigmarole to get onto the show. They, you know, obviously there's the casting. They want to know all about your business to do the due diligence of your business. Um, then you've got to go through psych testing to make sure that you're not going to, you know, do anything crazy. Um, so it, it's a really, really full-on process. And I just kind of went, you know what, I can, I'm just not going to do this. <laughs> just got really nervous. Um, but essentially my with the encouragement of my family, they and friends they basically said just do it do it you're going to be great you're going to be great um and so I did it but I did it largely to get the brand name out there so I didn't do an investor pitch I actually did a consumer pitch so I was actually talking to the consumers at home and really pushing the pain points and why you should be using the product and the product sales were phenomenal off the back of it and still are we still get sales from Shark Tank and get global global people reaching out the one who um, distribute or stock or whatever. So it has been a very, very um, incredible leg up for us. And there's some kind obviously having, we actually had three offers, but they cut um, one of the offers out, which is the American guy, I can't remember his name, but um, that was just cut out of the segment. But, and you're on there for an hour. You know, it's not the five minutes that you see on TV. I was in there for an hour and they ask you the same question in 10 different ways until the point where you just get, you think, God, haven't I already said that? So they kind of, they want to rattle you. But, um, but yeah, so it's intimidating. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. 
Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Dating, but um and I was busting to go to the toilet, like I was absolutely <laughs> busting, like because I it had been such a long process to get onto the into the studio and actually film. Gosh, and it's also that whole thing that you're so nervous, you're so focused, you don't want to be thinking about anything else except for that pitch and nailing that pitch, which I'm sure you've done well, you've done a thousand times beforehand, but it's just one of those terrifying but obviously very rewarding experiences. Yeah, well, it was. And the pitch itself in terms of the product, it's fine. I know it, but the financial side of it and the investor side of it, well, that was completely foreign to me. So, um, and we're still bootstrapped. We never went with the deal that Glenn, that we, we that Glenn offered us. We actually behind the scenes had way surpassed um, what our evaluation was when we presented that in the in Shark Tank. So um, it wasn't it wasn't a, a, a sound business decision to take that deal in the end. But you know it was a great experience, and I loved every minute. And Glenn kindly did a little bit of mentoring with me after it, and we fl- I flew to Brisbane and we did a few mentoring sessions, and he sort of gave me a few extra tips and tricks. So um, yeah, it was a good experience overall. No, that is great. And I don't think there's many people that can kind of say that their small business will, when it was small business, was on Shark Tank. And now you're going global with world domination as well. So it's going across to America. Oprah officially recommended one of your swag bags as one of her favorite kitchen items in 2019. How did this happen? How did you get a swag in the hands of Oprah? And what did this do for your business? Uh, we yeah, it was a, it was a it was amazing actually. I actually flew over to LA and um, did it, you know, with all my swag bags, my girlfriend, and um, ex- exhibited at Expo West in Anaheim, um, which is a, the biggest natural products expo in the world, um, and um, just to see what the Americans thought of the swag and where it was, whether there was anything similar and what the engagement was like with the product. And we got an overwhelming response. Um, and one of those people, we, we had people that were represented Martha Stewart and, and Oprah and all different people that came around um, to our stand. Um, and they basically asked for some samples and said it was for Oprah. And I was like, oh, no way it's going to be for Oprah. Are you kidding me? Anyway, got back to Australia and Googled her business card to make sure she wasn't. She was. And I was like, Jesus. Okay. So I packed up this big box of beautiful swags and all the different products that we had and wrapped it in gold tissue and sent over because I'd just given her a couple of swags. So I sent over a big, beautiful box um, to her and, um, and then heard nothing. And then I think that was in sort of, I think Expo West was in sort of May, June, and then by January I got the email um, to say that they were featuring Oprah loves your product and she wants to feature it as one of her top five sustainable products in her sustainability issue of O Magazine, so um, which was a big deal. And so then they said in order for us to 
um, to be in the magazine that we have to have a .com address. We can't do it because we were trying to work out how to send swags from our Australian store. We didn't have any any stores in, in America at that stage. We're still just researching the market. So I literally, within two weeks, set up a whole website, <laughs> a .com website, flew over stock, found a 3PL and warehouse and distribution just in time for the launch of the magazine. And the sales were phenomenal. And it really did set us, it really did, you know, for that, it, you know, there's a huge amount of validation when Oprah you know, talks about your product and especially when she says it's her favourite, but a lot of people trust her. So it really gave us, and we didn't have the scientific or the awards or anything that we've got today, but it just took off in America. So, yeah, we're still there selling through our company-owned stores and then we've got Veggie Sabre, which is our global brand, which we've um, in many, many different regions now across the globe. It's amazing. I think it's also one of those things that you could overthink launching into the US and how are you going to do it and what's your marketing strategy going to be and do photo shoots and it might take you six months to build a website and another three or four months to find a 3PL. But having that hard deadline, it's amazing. It's those diamonds are made under pressure. They just It just happens when you've got a deadline like that. And I think Sometimes, yes, you might look back on it and say, well, the 3PL is a bit more expensive than we would have liked because we're, I don't know, trying to find it so quickly and it was just a quick fix. But still, I think it's really exciting and it was definitely worth it um, by the sounds of it. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, uh, you know, the universe has given me so many nudges throughout this adventure of getting the swag to market from the very beginning of just, you know, you know, developing the product and patenting and all of that, you know, the universe has really corralled me into this, into the places that I am. So, um, yeah, yeah, it's, it's exciting, but I do believe that, um, you know, if you're heading in the wrong direction, the universe will put a, quite a few roadblocks up and then you'll see a beautiful freeway going that way. <laughs> <laughs> and and that Oprah thing was a freeway to the US and and it, yeah you're right it did I probably would have procrastinated for a whole lot longer if it hadn't have been for the Oprah Oprah activity yeah yeah I think it's one of those things as well I was listening to an audiobook the other day and they were kind of saying if it, if something is really difficult and really hard then maybe it's just not meant to be like it shouldn't actually always be that hard and I think when you're working on something it can be so easy to build it up into this really hard and really momentous task and I'm the first one and I'm the only one who's ever had to deal with this ever before and then it's not until you kind of take a step back and there might be kind of a really easy fix or it might actually just not be worth the time and effort that is going yeah. into that kind of project. Yeah, but uh, business is a series of solving problems. That's all it is, really. <laughs> Honestly, it's just a problem and, and you know, working out ways to solve it. And so, yeah, you know, that's where the swag sort of started, was solving a problem. So I just keep solving problems every day. <laughs> well, food waste is definitely a very big problem. That's something that I think every household can definitely relate to. So I want to finish off this episode today with, one actionable thing that our listeners can do tomorrow to save our planet? 
Oh my golly gosh. Just one. It can be very small. Oh, there's, be so, there's so many I could say, but I think probably the biggest one, apart from obviously getting a, a couple of swags and yeah, obviously that's a no brainer, but something that you can do is just reduce meat, you know, reducing meat and having a, one or two plant-based meals, having a vegetarian pasta or bean tacos or, you know, a vegetable curry. And, you know, you also can be using it in all your, your red bag, your red swag, you know, vegetables in that meal. So it's a great opportunity to just go through the fridge and use all the things that you know you need to. But a vegetable sanchoy bowel, you know, it's so healthy. And if you could just reduce meat, it's good for you and it's good for the planet. I'm not saying cancel it because obviously that's a huge ask, but one or two meals a week, if you can go vegetarian, I think that's that makes a big difference to the planet. One other actionable thing that I think is really important for all Australians or anyone around the globe that's listening is buy local, shop local, buy seasonal produce, buy from little people, buy all the little businesses. Don't go to the big ones because all, if, you, if we don't look after these little businesses with these beautiful little artesian products and, and handmade things and and products that are made with love as opposed to just you know products filled with fillers and just driving sales for big you know global giants that's all we're going to end up with is processed food and and not not much choice because it's really hard for farmers and and small businesses small to medium-sized businesses um to to keep delivering you know incredible products unless we're supported by our, our local community no, I think that's a really great point. And it's one of those things like people to me say, but what is a seasonal vegetable? And like, what should I be purchasing at this time? And I go, just don't overthink it. When you go to your farmer's market or when you go to your local fruit shop, shop the specials because that's the stuff that is on sale because it is in abundance and it is readily available. Yeah. There's a reason why your, I don't know, your lettuce is costing $10, then that's probably because it's not in season right now. Yeah. Absolutely. That's really, that's really, you know, it's a basic rule that is really critical for people to know. It is a price point. Seasonal produce is not only cheaper, but it's also using less pesticides because it's been grown at the time of year that it should be grown. Um, and so it hasn't, it hasn't traveled so far as well. And, um, and generally the, the seasonal produce matches what your body needs at that time. So your root vegetables and potatoes and pumpkins and everything um, are for winter. And then you've got all your, um, you know, your watermelons and your berries and all of that for hydration in summer. So it's really, really good for your body to be eating seasonal. It's, it's, uh, it's really important to shop local. Amazing. So everybody head down to your local produce store, shop the specials, eat vegetarian tomorrow. Thank you so much for coming on today, Peter. Thanks, Lottie. Thanks for having me. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? 
HelloFresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.